Tennessee Titans coming off a win over the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday. They're back in action on Sunday, taking on the Miami Dolphins in Nashville. They're now 10-5 and on the season. First place in the AFC South, and that's certainly the good news. We have Mike Keith, voice of the Tennessee Titans, on the show right now. And, Mike, this is where it gets a little bit interesting to me, though. I'm looking at the playoff picture for both the AFC and the NFC. Now, in the NFC, you have five teams who have clinched a playoff spot. In the AFC, only one team, the Chiefs, <laughs> That's crazy. have clinched a playoff spot. So the Titans are 10-5, and five, first in the AFC South. That's certainly good news. But, I mean, when it comes to the AFC playoff picture, almost every team in the league has a chance, except for like <laughs> four or five teams. Yeah. Everybody else is kind Three. of somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I mean, only three teams are out of it. Yeah. Crazy. And this is, this, it's a beautiful thing in some ways, uh, because what you've got is you're going to week 17 with a lot of uncertainty. You will go to week 18 with less uncertainty, but there will still be uncertainty sure. nonetheless. So bottom line is you've got to, you've got everything to play for. Miami plays tonight against right. New Orleans. And Miami's situation is pretty simple. If if they win their last three games, they make the playoffs. Huh. So everybody has something to play for as we head down the stretch. What we know, Brian, is we need one more win right. or one more Colts loss, which doesn't look like it's going to come, by the way. <laughs> To, to clinch the division, and that's the number one job for us. Yeah, you know, it's it's wild, Mike, because, again, I was looking at these standings, and at first I'm thinking to myself, okay, the Dolphins on Sunday, they were 7-17. Seven and 17. This should be an easy win uh, for the for the Titans. But 7-7 seven and seven in the AFC this year, that puts you in the playoff picture. I mean, the Dolphins, uh, they've got a chance. Sure they do. They've won six in a row. Yeah. So, absolutely, they have a chance, and they're playing against the Saints tonight with Ian Book as the quarterback instead of, I mean, you know, they tried to call Drew Brees to see if he was willing to come back. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's how desperate they are at quarterback right now. So they've got a great shot to come to Nashville 8-7. and seven. And, and here's what we got. I said it on the postgame Thursday night. The team we played Thursday night, when you look across the field at San Francisco, they could win the whole thing. I mean, they, they are good enough, and they are playing well enough now that they could win the whole thing. How many teams can you say that about? A bunch. And I don't ever remember a year where I could make the case for a dozen or maybe even 14 teams, and I could say if they get hot, they could be world champions on February the 13th Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. Um, that's exactly what the league wants, and that's what we've got, which means there are no gimmies the rest of the way. Hey, the Houston Texans, we played them yeah. the last game of the season. They've won two in a row, yeah. and they beat us earlier. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it, it could go so many different ways. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm not sure there's one team that has been just consistently on top that didn't have their issues. The Packers are playing great. Obviously, if you saw Dallas last night, they're playing great. The Chiefs, after the Titans game, they've been playing great. But even those three teams that may have been the most consistent, they've had their issues throughout the season as well. They've they've won a bunch of games, but won a bunch of close games, and they've won some losable games. 
Yeah, and everybody's had their moments where they have shown a fatal flaw. Yeah. And that's the that's the part of it that I think that you see and and I don't know I don't know what's caused it so much this year in mm. this different way. I, I I really don't have any idea. I mean there are a lot of theories out there, but there's nobody that sort of has that resume that makes them look like a total you know, just sort of a a, a lock. Um, the Chiefs have some issues. Yeah. The 49ers are a team in the other. I mean, you look at the West. I mean, look at the West in the NFC. Yeah. We thought it was Arizona, <laughs> and now it doesn't look like it is. Now it looks like it's the Rams, yeah. and the Rams can't beat the 49ers. They can't beat them. <laughs> so, you know, and then you got Dallas. Look at Dallas and what they did last night. Are they back on track? You've got the Packers. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to make of I was doing some reading this weekend, and I was thinking, this is just crazy. I mean, that's really all you can say. Let's go back to, to Thursday and talk about the Niners game. And uh, I thought the Titans struggled on first down in the first half, and I thought they changed things where they, they were so run-oriented, I thought, in the first half on first down. I thought they just threw it a few more times on first down in the second half. To me, that seemed to make so much difference because the running game opened up after they threw it a few times on first down. That's true. Uh, well put. I, I think what we were able to do was we were able to block them just a little bit better. Uh-huh. We didn't block them at all in the first half. <laughs> and we were able to block it a little bit better, protect Tannehill, and then there was, of course, the return of A.J. Brown. And that was awesome. In, in getting the ball, yeah, it was great. Um, in order to get AJ the ball and to get things started and to get other people the ball, we started playing with a lot more confidence in the second half. We, our offense suddenly looked like our offense again. And I think that's the biggest thing we take outside of just the victory. The fact that the second half performance for the Titans was the combination of offense and defense that we really haven't seen all year. Mm-hmm. Been waiting for it. And, and injuries have kept us from it, I think, largely. But in this moment, we found that, and now now the question is, can we build on it? If we can, we become very dangerous in this whole equation. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Talk to the Titans, Mike Keith. Mike, I thought the best player in the first half on the field for the Titans was Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Well, throwing it to uh, Jackrabbit Jenkins in the end zone was pretty big help. Um, now, Jackrabbit made a great play on the ball, um, but you know that saved the game. If we go down fourteen to nothing right there in the I first agree. half, uh, we don't win. We don't win the football game. You know, a, a lot of it. So many times is the feel of the place, and I talked about this in the Pittsburgh game last Sunday. Same thing from Thursday night. The feel of the place. The place was dead. Mm-hmm. And when you when you get a moment where you show that you have a pulse, <laughs> all of a sudden it gives you a chance. And when Garoppolo threw that interception, it was a big deal. And the one he threw on the first play of the second half offensively for the 49ers, when I went back and watched it again, Jeff Simmons made an unbelievable play to get in his face. He took the guard with him. <laughs> And Garoppolo made an inaccurate throw that 
was an interception turned out to be a huge play. If he completes that pass, that runner is probably still running. <laughs> and so that it was a doubly big rush from Jeff Simmons on the play. And and the other one, I, I thought Tannehill's touchdown pass, he threw it in such a tight window at one point. That was, in my opinion, the difference between the two quarterbacks where, you know, San Francisco had a chance, as you alluded to, to deliver that knockout punch early and didn't take mm-hmm. advantage. Yeah. So they let the Titans, quote-unquote, hang around in that first half. When they had chances, not just one, they had chances to put the Titans away and the Titans didn't go down. I thought that Tannehill touchdown pass, that was that was tight now. That was, that was a heck of a throw, in my opinion. Well, here's what it showed me. It showed me the confidence he had once again. Excuse me. He he suddenly became that Tannehill of nineteen and twenty, and the first half of this year again. He ripped that throw. Yes. I mean, yes. he he absolutely gunned that in there, and for him to have the confidence to do that, the feeling that AJ's going to be there and going to make a play, well, then suddenly you're back to doing what you've been doing. I mean, listen, we've been out of whack for a while, and it's not been all his fault by any stretch of the imagination, but he has not been his best. That throw was the best of what he does, and I think was a real signal. Plus, the run that he made on the last drive. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was him playing ball again like he did through the first two years that he was this team's quarterback. And all of that together, I think, is a big sign for the Titans, potentially. Now, they got to build on it, Jim. I mean, they, they absolutely have to find a way to build on it. Well, I'm sure you're like me. When you, you watch a game, I see a quarterback drop back. Bang, bang, bang. If he's got three seconds to throw, if he's got time, he's going to find a receiver, you know, especially Tannehill. I mean, and again, if quarterback has time, and, and just to be honest with you, and you know this, he just hasn't had a whole lot of time. They don't have an offensive line no, that, uh, no. that's been healthy all year. No, and, you know, we got COVID ravaged the other day, and, and unfortunately we're more COVID ravaged this morning in the offensive line than we that. were even for the ball game. And that's, a, and that's a scary thing going forward. But, yeah, the offensive line hasn't had a great year. I mean, they just well, been hurt. And a lot of things have caused that. Beg your pardon? I was going to say they've been hurt. Well, they have. Yeah, they have. I mean, we've had a lot of injuries. Saffold's played the whole year hurt. Ben Jones has played the whole year dinged up. lawan has been in and out of the lineup. Yeah. Nate Davis has been in and out of the lineup. And um, you know, it's just it's it's been a it's been a difficult thing overall for us to just have that continuity and that consistency. And we're we're just hoping for that down the stretch. You know, I I think if we as we've gotten Bud Dupree back, as we've gotten A.J. Brown back, as we've gotten some other guys back, you know, we've really been in a position that we've started to look like this team that you really felt like we could. And now with this extra rest, I mean, having the bye the first weekend in December and now having the mini bye, and now we're fighting for a bye in the playoffs. Right now we're the number two seed. Right. And if we could win our last two and Kansas City could lose one of their last two, mm-hmm. uh, then we could have a bye in the playoffs, which could be huge. I was going to say, you guys play Thursday, so you get the you know 
the long week and the Dolphins get the short week. That should that should that should be an advantage. Should be, you know, and and again, <clears throat> they're pl- I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> my allergies are back with this weather. I apologize. Um, I, I think overall we're in a position that we've just got to take advantage of that, and that's what Mike Vrabel has chosen to do. And we have to hope that they, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. get the physical game out of the Saints that we got out of the Saints <laughs> back. On November twenty first, on November fourteenth, I think it was, and uh, we were beat up after we played them. They are a very physical huh. team, so uh, hoping that they get the same sort of experience that they get the Saints experience. Here's what I know: next Monday morning, we will know a lot more about playoffs and who's in, who's out, and who needs one more win. We'll know a lot more seven days from today. We will. Yeah, I mean, 100% true. We're, we're going to know, uh, you know, things are going to make themselves clear. And if you're in the NFL office in New York, I've Brian <laughs> alluded to it at the start of our talk. I mean, don't they have to be elated? Sure they are. You know, the TV ratings are through the roof right now. Uh, we hope the radio ratings are through the roof right now, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, b- bottom line is everybody, everybody is excited about the NFL as it comes down the stretch because – You've got so many teams alive. All right, we'll figure it out next Monday. And I'll lean on you because I'm not smart enough to figure it out. But you're my man. You're plenty smart enough. <laughs> you're plenty smart enough, JR. Thanks. You're my go-to. All right, Mike, we'll talk to you next Monday. Appreciate it, as always, our talk. Thanks, Mike.